0: Welcome to Two Shy Girls Podcast. I'm Simone. And I'm Anne. And today we're going to be talking about, first, the free Britney movement. I don't know if you know anything about the free Britney movement. Yeah,
1: I saw it. I thought, is that over? I didn't. I thought it was over, because, like... Well, that's what I
0: wanted to talk about, is that they just got the power of attorney and, the, like, the protective order switched over to her little sister.
1: Hmm, okay. So now her
0: little... Jamie Lynn's yes. here. Yeah, Jamie Lynn's. Um. So now... So now it's, like, out of the hands... Of her abusive father Mm -hmm. Um, she's no longer gonna have to be forced to take medicine to be compliant Um, the millions aren't in you know her father like beat one of her children which is why the protective order got moved in the
1: first place yeah I'm just happy for her you know I didn't even know that that was a thing in the first place that if like someone deems you like apparently psychologically incompetent enough, like someone could basically just take over everything for you without your control. Like that's Yeah. Well do you watch Black Mirror? Um a few
0: episodes. I've seen no well, then but that Ashley O episode is about that Miley Cyrus starts Yeah, in. That's yeah. about Britney Spears. Okay. I mmm okay. Yes. Not really That one is about Britney Spears. Um, I highly recommend the episode. It's very good. Bona Cyrus is a tremendous actress. Um,
1: But, so this is, like, an actual law, though, right? Like, this is, like, I mean... Right, so she was deemed incompetent
0: after she had a meltdown. The 2007 meltdown. Okay. She was deemed incompetent to and they just kept it was only supposed to be for a couple years um and then they just kept uh, judges kept allowing it to go forth because she was on so many medications mm. and whenever she would appear in court she would be you know like dreary downtrodden and like uh absent but she was being medicated so heavily yeah that you know she couldn't do anything and then when she spoke out to like people who were doing um she would talk to her friends and they'd be like they'd get on to the free britney movement and then her dad would sue them and then her dad was her manager and she was also paying him a million dollars a year on top of her and so that's also her dad has always been her manager but so naturally it was a of him to be her protective order the mom was on the Free Britney movement. The mom was trying to, like, um, would testify against her her ex-husband. Um, and then she, like... So the, the the biggest thing that started, that kind of sparked the Free Britney movement for everyone else is, like, the Ashley O episode, but hearing Britney sing when she was younger.
1: Yeah, I saw that... That, um... The, the clip, it's... Like, she sounds like so... Distant.
0: She sounds like Christina Aguilera. Yeah. And, like, so the thought is that... Well, I guess this is all rumors, but that she and Christina Aguilera were about to come out with albums at the same time. Um, and her father and her her producer just thought it would be better for her to change her voice. Um, which is why she lip syncs so much. Is because her vocal cords are so damaged from singing in a way that's not her voice. Um, and she wanted to get the protective order changed mostly because she doesn't want to um perform anymore she's Mm -hmm. tired of performing but with her dad making all of the things and wanting more money she can't stop performing and that's what she really wants to do is just to stop performing Mm -hmm. and have custody of her children again and speaking of did you know that kevin federline is a real person what no yeah no, like wait, that's what? really the father of her kids is like a real life kevin federline i thought kevin federline was only on the cleveland show
1: yeah wait how did you find
0: well because i was reading articles about it and i was like yeah her her and her ex-husband kevin federline <laughs> i was like i'm sorry kevin federline's a real human i just thought it was a person that's on the like, cleveland like, show
1: It's
0: mm, like, mm, like a meme right there <laughs> i didn't know kevin but, and, no. and the, he's the father for two kids huh. I didn't know if was a really, but, mm-hmm. but I guess we didn't, like, we weren't teenagers
1: in the 90s, so. Oh, yeah. Which was one, I mean, I'm trying to think what was, what was her big high when we were in, probably Circus, I think I remember Circus, that was about it, but all the other ones before.
0: Well, I happen to really enjoy Britney Spears music, um, oh, but- Toxic? Is it toxic? <laughs> I right. love toxic. Um, I mean, combined with the fact that a lot of her music is about f- being free. Yeah. Um, I think it was kind of on like the judges for being. I mean, because she you know, she was allowed to write her own music as long as it fit into the criteria, mm-hmm. and she wrote about literally being freed yeah. all the time, mm-hmm. and nobody was like.
1: Mm. It's okay. that's why I don't understand why they don't take into consideration the medication part, like, that has no grounds in the case. Well, the
0: problem is that the doctors signed off on the medication. Okay. And the doctors were saying that she needed it. Yeah. And if a doctor's saying she's needed, they're not going to be like, they're going to be like, oh, well, this is just how she has to be. Even though she was perfectly fine and they took her off the medication to perform. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean I don't know. I think it's I'm happy that some judge was finally like let's I mean they could have just gotten rid of the protective order in my personal opinion. But if we're gonna not get rid of it, at least transferring it to our sister. Mm -hmm. Um especially because
1: again, this is someone who was abusive, you said like wow Scary (laughs) roll. Scary World. Um, even Scary World is the Cuties movie that's on Netflix. I'll be honest, I have been trying to stay away from this as much as possible because as soon as you told me, like, I saw your texts about it, as, like, a teacher, I was automatically like, I am not even going to... Well, well yeah,
0: I mean, it's... I read this article about it that was saying that it's much worse There's much worse things about it than just showing this, like, child. I refuse to watch it because I um, don't want to get arrested,
1: but... (laughs) Yeah. um, Great, that tells me a lot about it. (laughs)
0: Well, well, I was listening to another podcast yesterday and she was like, she watched the film and I was like, "Mm, bad idea. And then she was like, Recounting some of the things that happened because I haven't heard of everything that's happened in this film. But she was reading an article about it where it said that some so, like a child exposed their bare breast on camera. Okay, yeah, and she was like, I like, I completely thought that I was an adult, I thought like an adult did this, which just goes to show mm-hmm. that uh, this show is not really supposed to be children yeah they're like that they're not doing they're not trying to make them childlike in the slightest they're Mm -hmm. trying to um but i also read an article that said that it's having this show is more like um grooming children Mm. and teaching them it's okay to do sexual favors for other people to get what they want because apparently in the the show She wants um, the main character like wants a a phone from her uncle, and so to get the phone, she starts stripping. Hmm. Okay. And like that's what she's doing in order to get things she wants from. So like she eventually gets the phone. Yeah. So says the article because I've never seen this. Um. But they're saying that like that's that's the kind of grooming that it's doing is teaching people that it's okay and young girls that it's okay to do Sexual things to get what you want out of people,
1: um, which is not okay, yeah. No, not, not at all. And um, interesting, I was actually that's the only way I've been learning about this, too, as well as through other people's like videos and podcasts. And a common thing I'm seeing is people like there was an argument from the creators and from Netflix that the purpose of this was to show the hypersexualization of young girls and young children in general in our society um but a lot of people their point that they keep bringing up is that you need to have like you need to ask yourself when you're showing those certain scenes like the ones that you just mentioned like is that necessary and just the more i hear about it like the more i'm saying like i don't think it i i don't think it's necessary i think you could have still gotten a message about hypersexualization without I mean, they've, they've done, I've watched,
0: uh, well, my parents listen to this, so I guess I shouldn't say this, but um, I've watched documentaries on, like, the porn industry, and do they yeah. show porn? No. Mm-hmm. They're just like, they're like, here are the people, here's what happens, like, they just describe it. They're not like... Showing porn in a documentary. There were ways to do this yeah. that weren't sexualizing girls further. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get off the story here in um, in a minute, but uh, unless you have really anything
1: else you want to say about it, honestly, no. Like I said, as, as a teacher, I just this is always like a subject for me that I'm. I just would not be able to put my headspace in that video. No, I could not watch it. Well, if this uh, this
0: will make it worse, um, 600 girls auditioned for to be, like, the extra people in the dance group, Mm. and all of the producers are, like, middle-aged men.
1: No, that's...
0: Wow. 600 girls. And their parents
1: let them! Yeah. Their parents just let them! Well, that's the scary part that kind of goes back to our first topic that long kind of there's always been this long history of with media of parents kind of just using their kids for a quick way to get into media to get into to, to movies and all it's, it's you know um it's concerning in my opinion but it's kind of like the idea
0: that they're saying that cardi b should make music for like should make child appropriate music but like really parents shouldn't let their exactly. kids listen yeah. to anything like yeah. my dad until I was maybe 15 made um, made us listen to clean versions of songs because he wouldn't he didn't want to want us exposed to that and I mean and still to this day some songs I only know the clean version of because I only listen mm. to the clean versions because as a parent that's something you should be doing mm. but so, on the topic of adults, we're going to go to the forced hysterectomies in immigration prisons. Yeah.
1: Um, so, I'm not sure um, if you've seen any updates um, with it at all. So, so basically, um, a woman who was working or was somehow connected to one of these immigration detention centers... Basically, came out and said, "Yeah, they're doing these forced hysterectomies on women without their consent." Okay, I have questions. Yeah. I don't know if you have answers. Yes.
0: How are they doing it without
1: their consent? So, for one, um, one of the cases that I read where someone actually stepped forward and confirmed this was that she, like, a routine doctor visit, like she was complaining about menstrual cramps and. She automatically went to the the thought of, as you know, stress affects, um, stress affects your cycle. So with her, um, she went to this doctor, um, to get this checked out. And I guess they recommended a medical procedure. And then afterwards they told her, by the way, you know, we basically went through and dissected your uterus. So good luck having kids. And... That was pretty much the, the, from what it's coming out, we don't have a lot of information yet, but from what it's seeming like is a lot of just doctors recommending some sort of, like, surgery or medical treatment for, and then sliding that in there. So, question. Um,
0: does this not violate the Hippocratic Oath that they took?
1: Oh, yeah, it does. Um... And, um, you know, I, I, if think about the history of America going back to, this goes back to the eugenics movement. Yes. Um, so it's, we're at a point where, I think mean, this is happening, it's, 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 and people are like surprised about it, but I have to ask people like, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be angry, but where we were headed, like, like, look,
0: where America was headed in our, like, fascism was, it was headed there. Yeah. Um, for some group of people. Uh, I mean, that's just, so, I just don't understand how ethically you could be, like, I swear to, I don't know what the Hippocratic Oath is, but I swear to, like, do right by people, um, and I swear to like only do what's medically necessary and then be like oh let
1: me just take your uterus because with me deep down I truly believe this those people don't see them I mean this is again going back to um the racism that never died in America they don't see them as people with rights and I mean just basic
0: like human right like maybe, sure, they don't, they personally don't have the right to unreasonable searches and seizures, uh, cause Americans, they're not, like, American citizens, but they do have the right to autonomy over their body.
1: Of course they should have it. Yes, definitely. Um, and, but we're talking about a country that for, and, and it's, it's maddening, it's disgusting, that we're in 2020 and my, and it's still happening. I think that's the thing that we can take about. It's still happening. That, again, just like thinking back to the eugenics movement, I mean, the, the purpose of that was the same thing, was they believed that, you know, white race is the one that needs to thrive. They're intelligent, so therefore we need to keep that race going. And people of color just... We have the right to because they don't like only white people get this right. This right. I mean, and
0: white skin is a, a mutation. Exactly.
1: It's a mutation.
0: Thank you. you. Gosh, if life started at the equator, why are you light skinned? Like that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Not the point. The (laughs) totally not the point. But I just I feel bad. Like I just don't. I don't know how to express the deep, like anguish I mm. feel for these women that even if they're, I mean, right. Like we're kicking them out of the country. They're trying to seek asylum mm. in most of the time. Um, they're trying to seek asylum most of the time. And we're like, Oh, but by the way, like even we're going to kick you back to your like country. You were trying to flee from, mm. but then, then you also can't have kids like, like, like screw you all the way like all the way up and down we it's not that we just want you out of our country it's that we want you out of our country and we don't want you to ever have more of you mm-hmm. and i just don't know how i don't understand how anyone can feel so strongly against another race of people that they would sign off on this and be like oh that's okay mm-hmm. you know like how 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 do you, in, deep in your soul, feel like this is what needs to
1: happen? Honestly, it's the definition of my, my opinion. I've always said it's the definition of evil. Like, that's the only way I can consider it. Because it's one thing when, like, you read about it and you're like, there's no way, like, people are, like, thinking like this. And then, as someone who likes to, I usually do, I go into the, comment section of facebook and people tell me don't do it but then you start to see the comments and you know there's people out there that yeah and that's the scary part it's like it's not it's no longer a few
0: it's mm-hmm. now the many mm-hmm. and do i believe that the majority of people like don't agree with this probably not like i think the majority of people are good people but i also think that 30 percent of people are bad people and that's a high number. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, you see in the comment section of the Facebook posts that people are like, serves them right. Uh, they deserve it. Or we don't want more of them anyway. Or they have too many kids in the first place. Like, that's, first off, racist. Mm-hmm. Second, evil. Um, third, you're, like, literally, if if I believed in hell, you you would go to it. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I say that all the time. As, as a Catholic, like, who... Actually, has read the Bible. I'm saying this right now to all you very extreme Christians. Right now, if you're reading about this, if you're seeing this, and you think that there is absolutely no problem like that, that that is excusable. I'm honestly, again, it's I can only think of evil at that point. Evil. Pure evil. And it's just, where did it come from? Generations passed on. It's hate just
0: passed on from generation. This is not something that uh, is actually on the list of things we're supposed to talk about. But it's something that goes with the just like plain pure evil. Um, because SIDS is a problem that. M- m- primarily affects african-american children Mm. and there's no research into their. they're Mm -hmm. just like sudden infant death syndrome Mm. and like they're just okay like it's that kind of thing it's like why how can we not we're literally innocent black babies are dying and you're like that doesn't need to be researched since Mm. like how like just how are you that cruel Mm. that this this poor innocent thing that like maybe is a few months old deserves to die because you don't feel like putting you don't think that research is important like it's so important mm. not the point no it's, the, it's definitely it's it's just it's one of those point. things where yeah. you're like you, you have to at some point realize that people are just evil and not most people not all people um but a good portion of a people a significant number yeah are
1: just evil And that's why we're where we're at today um again this is this is sadly this is something that's it's not it shouldn't be surprising because this has been going on for this has been going on for decades
0: but there was a while there that we were like this is getting better uh and then there was a sharp marked turn um and it got significantly worse Mm. um i mean in the I mean, how, how are we openly, this is just on an aside, but how are we openly as a country against the, like, for the protests in Hong Kong and against the protests in our own country when they're kind of protesting the same thing here? Um, But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just upset. This was a negative podcast.
1: No, yeah, I mean, we have to talk about the, you know, it's, that I can't always be positive. I would love for it to be, but. Yeah, just... I just. Well, anyway.
0: America. You ever watch Burning Back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like, <laughs> America. okay well uh, our last topic for the night is um, CPS is starting the 2020-2021 school year uh, with remote learning Um, I wish I had good news for this one too but it's not good news either well it's better than them going in person that's good news it's
1: better than them going in person but now that Digital divide that Chicago claimed that they were going to fix. Yeah, they haven't fixed it. Yes, um, that is true. And when they again, when they were looking at the numbers this week, they saw oh well, attendance has approved um, compared to when we were doing this last year. Attendance has definitely increased, but when they broke it down by schools, that completely changed. When again, you were looking at more inner city schools low funded schools um so i guess the biggest issue now is we are in september we are starting school they claimed they were gonna have this ready to go and it's not ready to go well i don't know what else
0: they could do not that i'm saying that there should be i think so I think the same problem applies to public, like to private schools also. Not necessarily private, like uh, uh, like private primary schools, but like for colleges where you're taking out loans, like they didn't really care about the low income people who maybe don't have the access and have been utilizing the school for that access. Um, because it's a pandemic we could really be giving people modems, free Wi-Fi build to the government. Like, I don't... And, and do I think that that should last forever? No, of course not. But it's a pandemic. Like, we're not just... And you're forcing people to not be in school. Not that I think they should, should be in school, but you have to understand that you have to make... Uh, you have to make adjustments for the now people who are going to be...
1: But I mean your school's in person, my school's in person, but mine's a private school um so we get to get away with basically anything, including solely killing the rest of the country um the issue I think though with with as far as the c p s school this digital divide, if you know the history of c p s especially going back to um before Mayor Lightfoot when we had Rahm Emanuel, Chicago has always had this history of funneling money away from neighborhood schools that are particularly in neighborhoods of color and low-income neighborhoods. So the fact that we are still seeing a digital divide within those neighborhood schools, it's very alarming and it's concerning um and i think what a lot of people are worried now is that cps is going to keep focusing on the that high attendance in those very those more upper middle class white neighborhood schools Um, and as usual low income and um neighborhood of color schools are going to be pushed to the side and i think that's that's what people's biggest um, concern is right now. Um, their solution so far has been to, well, we're going to, I guess, some of the principals have been going out to make sure people are attending for students who haven't logged on yet. Okay,
0: but you can make sure, like, you can come to my door all you want, but if I don't have internet, exactly. I'm not going on.
1: Exactly.
0: Like, um, give me internet principal. Like, exactly. Also, how are you just going to roll up to my house? Mm. First off, second you are probably not a principal from the neighborhood and you do not know
1: from what i understand they're also coming with like a security guard yes because
0: because you know what i need rolling up into low-income neighborhoods and neighborhoods of color a security guard and a principal Uh like that is mm, that is
1: okay all right i'm that's yeah this is the history of um I mean, this has been a problem in CPS even before Rahm Emanuel as far as um, just taking away money from these schools and then at the same time upping, like, you know, use of security guards, use of just punishment over any. I mean, well, so they pay teachers in this,
0: uh, well, in Chicago, not in the state, in Chicago very well for as, like, as far as teachers pay goes. So where, so we have money to pay teachers, but we don't have money to fund the school. Like, normally they do
1: the funding school and they're like, teachers, you can... But that's the, so that's the issue here, and that's the, so CPS is technically one big district. It's one big district, but the money is divided into, just based off like, what neighborhood is, you know, each school goes in, because if, if Remember that these schools are funded based off of, um, tax, Property tax. Property tax. Um, so. But if it's one big vary, district. But that's the, so that's what people are saying. Like, So who's who's cheating the system? Because if it's one big district and it's based say, on. We don't, I mean, if we don't have a, and this has been an issue too. We don't have a, um, elected school board. We have an appointed school board. Whoa, that's a problem. hmm Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the number one issue. Um who, who decided that? How long has that been? Oh, that's been for a while. That's like um, We still have never we've never fixed our um, the effects of redlining. Never fixed you that. Never. Never, never fixed that. To fix the effects of redlining. So we're extremely segregated. Um and then the other issue has been closing down of neighborhood schools and when we say public schools in chicago that doesn't necessarily mean your traditional like neighborhood publicly like right. connected school that includes privately owned charters that includes magnet schools um so that uh, the issue is i mean honestly there this is people have an agenda and the, the agenda is to unfortunately keep that money away from certain people and keep it in the hands of only a few people that they um so I, I mean f- it's pretty easy to tell
0: like right like I live on the north side of Chicago like oh that's that's, that's the <laughs> nice sides yeah. I live on the nice side of Chicago and oh, like nice. um comparatively the buildings are nicer yeah and that old folks home across the street. is oh, yeah. great.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But,
0: so I live on the north side. And then, like, just infrastructure-wise, crossing into the west is, like, a world of difference. Mm-hmm. Like, it... And, and until you can't, like... Until you fix just basic, like, principles of living, like, I... Like, what, there's a Mariano's across the street? And, like, where I used to live, there was a Whole Foods? Mm. Like,
1: just... and But the further west you go, it's, like, just Jewel Osco's. It gets even less than that. I mean, you go into neighborhoods, and we're known for our food deserts here. No yeah. grocery stores. Only fast food available. Um,
0: I mean, it's a marked difference. Until they can acknowledge yeah. that, like, something's wrong, they're not going to ever be able to fix it.
1: And then they wonder well, why can't, like, you know, why do we have, like, low attendance? Why don't we have, um, more people, like, graduating, like, if you're not investing in the schools, if you're not investing in the neighborhood, how do you think that affects people psychologically?
0: I mean, well, and then you just completely ignore the fact that some people have to work for their families. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, not everybody has the luxury of mom and dad having jobs that support them all the Mm -hmm. time.
1: Yeah, I don't. I... I say that like
0: I I didn't have my parents. But <laughs> my dad's an engineer, so he I was fine. Wow. Oh, nice. I know my That's mom's cool. a. I did not know
1: that.
0: My mom works for um, Child Protective Services, though. Oh. So, um. So, hmm. uh, so we were always like, uh, kids have it worse because my mom worked for child. She also worked for Adult Protective Services. Hmm. She is a social worker.
1: Oh, that's cool. I didn't know
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad's an engineer. My mom's a social worker. Um, yeah. I bought my mom a shirt for her birthday that says um, black social workers. Like oh, that's right. that's she thing. loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I, I would have bought one for my dad for engineers if I thought he would wear it. But he would have just laughed at me. Oh. He wants a hat, though.
1: <laughs> Get him that
0: hat. Black engineer hat. Yeah. I mean... He, I mean, he's pretty. He likes his job, I guess. Mm. I don't know what he does. I just know <laughs> he's an engineer. <laughs> I can tell you what my mom does, but I can't tell you what my my dad does. He and he won't tell us what he does either. So i mm. We've decided he's a spy. <laughs> I mean, he's frequently traveling to other countries. I mean, think
1: about it. Engineer is a broad kid, Yeah, it's anytime. a
0: pretty broad. Yeah, I'm, he's a spy. Mm. There we go. He's a spy. Well, anyway, enough of that topic. This has been the Two Shy Girls podcast. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on our social media, YouTube, at Two Shy Girls, Twitter, at Two Shy Girls, and Facebook, Facebook.com slash Two Shy Girls. Yeah, and this has been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. (laughs) See you later, guys.